At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Swords in the early break. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. Um, I did some research during the break, and several textures brought this to light as well, regarding the name change of TD Ameritrade Park to Charles Schwab Park. So, Charles Schwab bought TD Ameritrade in 2021. Okay. <clears throat> Or just you know, recently, last okay. year at least. Purchased. Big purchase. Big purchase. Make sure I get this absolutely correct here. Well, all right, hang on. In 2020, 2020, TD Ameritrade was purchased by Charles Schwab. Okay. But I think it went official 2021. Okay. Got okay. hear me on this? Yeah. Uh, but this this came out on March 17th. This official, this is from the Omaha, from Omaha, you know. From Omaha, what? Omaha, Omaha World Herald. Yeah, from Omaha. <laughs> the yeah, hell Omaha are you talking Report. about? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from Omaha. Just materialized. There, there out was of thin apparent, air in there Omaha. was apparently a press release on the Monday uh, of the St. Patrick's Day week, which okay. would be Monday the fourteenth. Okay, but no one knew about this until Thursday. Apparently, Thursday. And what else did your research? It showed you. that they're going to change the sign from TD Ameritrade Park to Charles Schwab Park. Now, this news came out on St. Patrick's Day, so I have every excuse to not know that because I was, number one, watching basketball at Buffalo Wings Rings. Number two, I was drinking green beer. You're drunk. <laughs> You're so drunk and watching not basketball. Seeing, yeah, it's a perfect excuse <laughs> you are, for not seeing the news about the name ripped change. and watching basketball. In a better spot than yeah. having to learn about the name change of Charles Schwab Charles Schwab Park. Yes. Creighton, Nebraska tonight at Charles Schwab. Uh, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't sound as good. Nebraska, I'll tell you what doesn't sound good either. Is Nebraska's offense mm. averaging 5.3 runs a game, I think, they're, they're at, that which is 225th national. That's not going to get it done. They're, they're stealing one base a game exactly, which is 144th nationally. Their slugging percentage is in the 200s. Um, this is not like Will Bolt said the other day. The only consistency we've achieved is inconsistency. It's not the kind of year. Now, and this will be a tough game tonight. Creighton's playing well. Of course well. it will. Creighton's I, playing well. I, ha- I have a trivia question before we move on for you okay. regarding the ballpark. Up okay. There. This is a okay. trivia question. This is for you. Now, I, I don't know if you'll be anywhere near the answer here, but I, I think I think people are Thank curious. you for your confidence. And I don't. It, to be fair, I don't know if I would get this answer anywhere. Okay. Here. Okay. So I'm covering you here. All right. Thank you. This is from Omaha, the Omaha World Herald. Okay. Okay. So, 
TD Ameritrade Park had purchased the naming rights for 20 years when they in 2009. Okay. 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 For 20 years. What do you think they paid for the naming rights in 2009? This is a per year pay. This is going to I'll tell you the cost was going to increase 3% each year for the course of 20 years. So what do you think they paid for the initial year for that? So sponsorship. a one-year sponsorship right. that would increase by what? 3% each year. Okay. Uh, In 2009. A, yeah. God. Yeah, I'm curious where you go with yeah. this. What would I pay? I, $2.3 million? It's a little high. Is it? Uh, 750000 actually. Okay. That seems cheap. To start. But it's gonna, it was going to yeah. increase 3% for 20 years. That seems every cheap. Year. That seems cheap. That would be a total of it was going to be a total of twenty point one million dollars paid out paid over the course of twenty years. Okay, but yeah, interesting. Seven fifty k was the initial was the initial price for, to be the the sponsor of the stadium. That seems Naming chump rights. changey for the magnitude of that, but that's just my chump change. That's just my very layman. I think if I was asked that. the question, I would have said at least a million. So you know, I don't think your guess is totally My off initial there. reaction was 1.3. I bumped it to 2.3 so for you, no 1. real 3 reason. 1.3 would have been pretty solid yeah, there. Yeah. Wow, you're being... You, you, I can tell you you're feeling better because you're actually showing some grace. Yeah, I am. Uh, someone <laughs> says the Schwab sounds way better than Charles Schwab Park. We're going Schwab. To the, we're playing at the Schwab tonight. That's kind of cool. Yep. Or the Chuck. We're no, the not Chuck. the Chuck. Uh, I like the Schwab, the Chuck. That might, might, maybe you could convince me of that. The Chuck. Um, no, the I like the Schwab. The Schwab sounds better. Bubba says that I I, I must hate Creighton baseball because because I hate Creighton basketball. I don't, I'm not saying I like I don't root for them. I'm not going to say here. Yeah, I love Creighton baseball. I don't. I don't love it at all. Yeah, how could you? But my disdain for Creighton is much higher in basketball than it is in baseball because yeah. that's just it's covered more. It's relevant. Yeah. Ah, that was rough. I'm not saying Creighton baseball is irrelevant. I'm not saying that. Compared to it's basketball, just, it's irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fair. 464-5685. Call or text the show as always. I, I'm curious. So we, we talked about the earlier in the show the defensive line and the issues you have there and the, and the massive question marks you have that you will have all the way through fall camp and probably this entire season. But let's go to the offense, which has its own issues, of course. Do you believe a brand new coaching staff on one side of the ball, which is pretty much the case in offense besides Sean Becton, can they really gel immediately? Yes. Why is that? They come from all different parts of the country. Well, Whipple comes from Pitt. Mickey Joseph comes from LSU. Riola comes from the Chicago Bears. And uh, Brian Applewhite comes from TCU. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll be it'll take a lot of oh man. It's going to take a lot of there'll be a lot of tension involved. That's why I envisioned that. Yeah. Yeah, and you could tell as spring camp has gone on the first week, you know, it was like, okay, we're back and now we have these new guys and it's exciting and and then what happened with spring camp is especially especially when they returned from spring break last week, it settled into you could you could tell there's more tension. I mean, you could just you could feel it in the way Scott addressed the re- reporters. You okay. could just feel it overall. Is it is because that, the undertaking 
is mass. Is that with the coaches you feel that or the yeah, players or coaches. both? Coaches. coaches. Now think about it. Okay. See, this is it's a very interesting dichotomy to me. The coaching staff is coaching for their jobs. Yes, they okay? are. The coaching staff shows up every day knowing knowing they have to get a lot done. It's only 15 practices in the spring. That, by the way, Jake, they're through 10. All right? They're through 10. Hmm. Five to go, and they have to be big. Okay? Five practices to go. Okay? And one's the spring game, which, you know, a lot of – a lot of schools out there treat it like a little festival. Wisconsin doesn't even have one. They just have a practice, which, you know what? If Scott Frost had his druthers, I bet he'd just prefer a practice because they got they can't waste any days. Now, what I was getting at, though, is think about the dichotomy between coaches and players. Coaches coaching for their livelihood every day. They got to be – they got to show up with a sense of urgency. What, what we like to say, what Bill Bush likes to say, it's got to be a fourth down mentality. The players don't really have to be that way. No, they're not. They're not. Their jobs aren't on the line, really. The players, the players, it's a different. They're in a different mentality. So no, when they show up, it's not the same. Like you don't. They're just kids playing. You know, they're not thinking. I have to save my coach's job. But the coach has got to think that way. They don't have to think that way every moment of every day or even every day, but that's that's looming in the background all the time, right? That if we don't probably get to six, we don't get to six. We won't be here. Jake, there's a fine line, too, if you th- think about all this. Six might get you another season if you're on this coaching staff. Five won't. You, who who could sell five? That That's why... I am concerned about the gelling because okay, you, yeah, back you, might, to you, the might, you might have four different ideas about how to make this offense work that are you know, four brand new people on staff saying, we know that we have to get to a bowl game to get this thing rolling and have a chance for us to come back next year. So whose idea is going to win? Is it going to be is going to be Whipple? Is it going to be Applewhite? Are they, are they all going to be on the same page here? I, I just think it's hard to expect everybody to be all kumbaya when they're going through spring ball and even addressing stuff in the off season in yeah. in the summer, yeah, I don't know that's a matter of kumbaya as much as is just getting it getting the offense to a point where you can rely on it, and it's and it's has this kind of clear cut identity, it's some something that resembles an identity that. I mean, the easy answer to this, really, is you just got to entrust Whipple, okay? At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. But the other day, the other day, I was asked on the radio the other day, yesterday, yesterday. Yeah. Are you surprised how how much Frost has taken himself out of the offense? And I, my reaction was, has he? Has he really? He was calling plays in practice the other day. He said it. He said, I was calling plays for a period. Then Whipple was calling plays for a period. So this narrative that some people will drum up is, I think it's somewhat false, that Scott's removed himself. He was calling plays okay. in the practice. Is that what you want? 
from Scott Frost? I don't know. Because some people would say he needs to get out of the way and let the, <laughs> and let the staff do it. Let Be the CEO. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Why did we hire Scott Frost? Well, you hired, why did Nebraska you hired hire him for initial thought. Then, then he went 15 what, 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 did, why, I want you to verbalize. Why did Nebraska hire Scott Frost? He had a, he had a cutting-edge offense. Right. And he was, and, and he was a dynamic play caller. And now he's 15 and 29 through right. four years. I know, but... So you're, that's why the thing with Hoiberg. You're, you're, you're ide- everything can change once the I actual results it. have happened. Like, I know. You can say everything you wanted originally, but yeah. when it's played out, you can be proven wrong and say, we need to look at this differently. I got you. I totally understand. So I'm not denying what we said because, yeah, we said that was the belief. That was the thought. But and, I and, just don't think you uh, just just say, Scott, you're not going to be involved in the offense. That's what's his well, area. That's his I, area I just, of expertise. All right, that's what his area's expert. You, area you have a lot of people that think it's best for him to just be a CEO. Uh, and in, in if you're Scott Frost, if that's what Trev Alberts wants you to be, I don't know what Trev Alberts wants him to be. Well, yeah, you don't know, so don't. I have say no it. idea what the conversation is between Scott Frost. You and have Trev a Alberts. little idea. About how much involvement he's supposed to have, and Trev likes the CEO idea. You know that, okay? But that doesn't mean Which he totally would... divorces himself from the offense, okay? So we don't we don't have to talk in extremes. It it's Whipple's offense. Whipple's running the offense, but Scott <laughs> is involved too. All right. Does that sound healthy to you? Yeah. I does, it, does that sound healthy to you? It doesn't sound unhealthy. Here's here and here's the thing, Harrison and Jake. These conversations are really I don't want to say pointless, but they're frustrating because we're not if we were sitting in the meetings every day, you'd almost have to be around the team every day in meetings and in practice to fully understand how Frost is treating his role right now. Otherwise, we're just you know what we've done? We've just created an image in our imagination and we're commenting on it. Because we don't really mm-hmm. know. We have vignettes from his comments. One 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 very relevant vignette was I was calling plays for part of the practice. Okay. So you're still calling plays at times. All right. We hear vignettes like Mickey Joseph. Mickey Joseph saying, we still want Scott involved in the offense because he has a lot of expertise, which suggests that he wasn't very involved. Right. Scott, you got- can come in and and help us because this – It sounds like Scott saying that, say, hey, I'm still involved here whether you like it or not. Well, it's his And maybe team, that's me reading his, that that way. I don't know. He's he at the end of the day, he's still in charge. He's still in charge. And he, he's the Okay, now think about it, Jake. Any CEO, what is a CEO? What's it mean? Here's what it means to me. All final decisions. All final decisions. Now, so he's going to have final say on offensive questions, but also as an effective CEO, you have to know everything about your team. Yeah. So final decisions on in the kicking game, you know who's, you know there can be but pretty you, there uh, can be some areas of minutia that you still have the final say. And you got to know, and you be, you're better equipped to know everything if you're in a, more in a CEO role. But can you check your ego and trust those making the other decisions that they're making the right decisions, and well, not say that what you're thinking is the end all be all right decision. Uh, yeah, I mean that's. I mean there there is a, a big ego part of this conversation. It's yeah, not just at Nebraska. This is this is every head coach. Right. Here's an. Ex- I, I I guess this is the one way we could put this. 
Urban Meyer at Ohio State oversaw the special teams. Okay, he still was he was the CEO, but he oversaw special teams. I I believe. I mean, he he was heavily involved in special teams. He could he could still do that and be the CEO. Scott can be involved in offense and still be the CEO, right? I don't know that. I got to check that on Urban Meyer. I don't know if he oversaw all of the special teams, but for sure parts of them. And he was heavily involved in special teams, but he was still he was still the guy. I just wonder how. It- what what is I don't make it harder than it is. How how often in a in a maybe you, maybe this is often, but how often in a football game do you have several different play callers? Is that something that happens? Well, they don't, now hold on, hold on. Who said several different play callers? Oh, I mean Scott Frost is calling some. I mean this is obviously practice. This would be two, not several. Whipple or Frost, and that happens. That happens. Does I mean, it happen you, with the successful teams? I, I sure. I mean, I think it can. <laughs> you can have multiple guys. I mean, when Bo was the head head coach, what was always the discussion? Who's calling the defense? Is it you or your defensive coordinator, John Papuchas? Okay. And it was always a very murky gray discussion because they both probably were calling it. But 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 what did John Papuchas say? He said the words, "We both do it, but Bo." swings the final hammer okay now i don't know if that's what it'll be with whipple and frost if i were frost i would say whipple you're in charge of the offense on game day and i will i will oversee the team i will have a good pulse on the team much like pj fleck at minnesota i will i will handle clock i will handle clock situations late in in halves late in quarters um, that's that's what if you were Frost you would do that. But will Frost do? that? I don't know. That's what I would do. That's the big. Question. That's the kind of that's the kind. And I of, agree of with that. I agree with what you said. That's how it should be for Scott. I will have a pulse on my team. I will when, yeah, I I will understand the flow of the game very well and react accordingly. Call make make decisions accordingly. That's what good CEO coaches do, right? They have a very good handle on flow of the game, on momentum, on what to, what what to do and what not to do in accordance with that momentum. I think PJ Fleck does a fabulous job of that. From from YouTube, uh, I put this on the from screen. YouTube, yeah. Jose Hello. Jose says, "Take a seat, Frost, and enjoy the show." <laughs> <laughs> well, some of that. Scott- is- Get your popcorn out. Some of that is what a CEO Watch does. Watch the clock and call timeout when you need to. Well, I mean, Bobby Bowden did that, right? Yeah. Late in his career. I'm not equating Scott to Bobby Bowden, but... Please don't. Yeah. But there's a lot of CEO-type coaches out there. What, wouldn't you say Kirk Ferentz is a CEO coach? Yeah. He's not calling the offense or defense. But that's not what Frost has been, though. I know. But that, that's what can, I think... Can you become that type of coach... Willingly, absolutely, absolutely. the The answer to that is it absolutely. takes a lot. Of, it takes a lot of pride to give up play calling if that's the way it's going to be, or at least heavily give it up. You give up, maybe call some. He didn't hire Whipple to come in here well, and watch. I on know. Saturday. I understand that. When the bullets are firing, it's a different story because you're you're used to doing something. And we talk about. I I bring this up like in comparison, like when go back to like the days of Tommy Armstrong at quarterback. Okay, hear me out on this. 
we all we hear all off season long about Tommy going to Steve Calhoun for for camp and getting better mechanics. Tommy Armstrong, yeah. Okay, and improving. And we'd see, oh, look, look, look in fall camp, his mechanics are great. And then all of a sudden, that first game hits, and maybe the there's a pass rusher that comes in and and, he, and reverts back to what we knew about mm-hmm. throwing off his back foot. He mm-hmm. said, all the stuff that. We made we had positive movement on it. Just all collapsed. He went back to what he knew when it became oh to the bullets when the bullets were flying. Fired, so yeah. you're saying that Frost would just revert back to it, right? No, nah, but he hired an offensive coordinator to call the plays. So I, I was just giving an example. I hear you. I know it's different from actually playing versus calling plays, right? No, I get where you're, I get that's where my you're com- comparison no, I, there. I get where you're coming from. No, we're all wondering that. What's the CEO role going to look like? Yes. But I think that's an evolving conversation. It's evolving. Just let it evolve. Don't uh, fight it. Evolve. Jake, let it evolve. I want to see a smooth, smooth evolving. Man. All I know is this. Every day is big over there. It better be. Five practices left. They got to get a lot out of them. Robin Wash it up next on Early Break in the Ticket. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of.